putting the fight in faster than light. Welcome to Cosmopunk. Engines of Hatred, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. I am Pan, I play Baphomet, Cobalt Android Mystic, and Captain Leica 7. If found, please return to Leica 7, care of Ryder Maxim. I'm RJ, I play V, a Vest Mechanic, and Fly Guy, their drone. Uh, V's the ship's original designer, slash mechanic, slash warranty, slash best with duct tape. I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, a stealthy operative Yosaki Otter. I'm also the pilot of the Leica 7. I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a cyborg mechanic coyote and a bundle of nervous energy, also the weapons officer of the Leica 7. But for this campaign, I'll be the GM. After a brief test flight, the crew of the Leica 7 returned to Outpost Z in order to glean more about the explosive device found in their ship. Following a series of tangents, the crew now find themselves in possession of a bar, with the establishment's previous owner gleefully fleeing the scene never to be heard from again. The crew are now left with a rather large mess to clean up. Part 3. Stow away. Okay guys, so you're now left with a bunch of dead Draelic pickle men strewn all over the floor in various pieces. What are you, uh, you going to do with them? With your, um, your pile of corpses? With your, your corpse pile? Well, we should probably put them into some sort of uh, corner and report it to some level of authority. Well, so make a make a perception roll. Okay. Someone, anyone. I'll do it. You. Sixteen on the dice plus thirteen. Twenty-nine. 29. Yeah. So you're not familiar with this part of the station very much, but you did see that there's one of those old school like trash things just outside and down the corridor a little bit. Oh. Uh, the. No. Um, I seem to recall seeing some kind of. Uh, Shoot, garbage, shoot, outside the bar, take a left. Might want to... to sweep um, them a long way, then. Well, I can't carry them, I'm, I'm, I'm too small. You're going to have to do it. Fine. They don't have scowls, anyway. <laughs> sweeping, sweeping them out the door. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> it's probably easier if you actually pick them up by their clothes, which still contain bits of them, generally. Uh, yeah, put, put, them, put them in a trash bag first. I don't want to get pickle juice on the floor. Actually, you know what, is there a rug in here? <laughs> no, but there are some bin liners under the bar. Mafia style. Yeah. <laughs> roll them up in, in, a, yeah. in a rug. Just start, like, shoving them into some bin bags. So, well, that way. Carry them out to the trash. Our yeah, murder but... scene is now just an ordinary crime scene. Yeah. Uh, Red's going to look for some should... Febreze behind the bar. Uh, there's just... not a Febreze. There is, out back, however, a mop and bucket. You know, like those plastic yellow one on the wheels. <laughs> okay, Red is going to do some mopping. The mop is bigger than her. So? Her sword's bigger than her. <laughs> is it? Fair point. Well presented. I suppose we should probably make a plan for how we're going to infiltrate Galadriel Nebula and steal us and warhead. Okay, well, it's a big warhead, size of the cargo holds. It doesn't we've seem got, conducive to. We've easy got that, um, that flap in the cargo bay, the one that lowers the floor down. We do. wonder if we can utilize that. As a staff, so anyone that's got a to be directly over, I guess. 
Well, if they've got it, they probably have some way of loading it. There'll be some kind of a loading mechanism or machinery. We shouldn't have too much trouble getting it out. It's just not getting caught. You sure that's not a bit of an assumption, Beth? Well, of course. But, but you know what? Maybe I can... Give me a second. Um, Louis, do you want to see if there's, like, if she could, like, maybe figure out if she knows anybody who might know something? Or maybe they could find, like, anybody who has a mm. connection? Uh, yeah, someone with knowledge. Or... Roll for it. Tell me the yeah. result. Yeah. Mm. What am I adding? Um, just um, culture? It's culture. culture. Yeah, okay, the mine's 10. That was a net one. Ooh. Well, the, the thing is, guys, the Caladian Nebula, it, it's like, you're in the lawless space now, this is the lawless space of lawless space. Nobody really goes there or comes out of it. Traffic in and out is heavily monitored by um, Arkan Beta. Uh, okay. So it, it's his little insular empire, but it does expand every so often it takes like a planet and that will become insular and they just do that it must require cargo deliveries or food weapon shipments stuff like that maybe we should try and get in closer and maybe we should try and get nearby and like see what we can do some recon do a recon scan the easiest thing would be to get some info about the place and see if we can just get ourselves invited there yeah go in undercover that might be safer have have something he wants bring it to him that's the cover being there this guy's a warlord He's built himself a little space empire based on one piece of ancient weaponry that he has. One insurance policy. What if we had some ancient weaponry that we'd found and we were willing to sell it to him? Two insurance policies are better than one. That said, even um, B- B2 said they didn't know where it came from. This is ancient tech. He's going to want to know where we got it and we don't even know where he got his. And what's the last warhead we got? We haven't got a warhead. Do we have a warhead now? No! We can make well, one. What was, the la- what was the last dangerous, mysterious? The only, the most dangerous thing we have is actually the robot. V. Go on. Can you make a dud warhead out of scrap? Uh, Potentially? I mean, have, We'd need to know, any, we need to know anything about the warhead he's got, though. Like, there'd be no point in we've got another warhead and it's, like, not even the right shape or size or colour. We don't know what he's got. Hmm. Make a box with black and lights. Uh, V. Go on. Roll a d20 and add your intelligence bonus for me. That is... Uh, 21. Alright, so you're thinking, like, you know, make a fake warhead. I don't know what this warhead looks like. I couldn't really make anything look like it, but... You sort of put it to the back of your mind in the conversation, but the shipping goes into this nation and comes out of it. It's monitored, yes, but there'd have to be, like, shipping manifests because it seems to be vaguely legit. Maybe you could find those. Hmm. Who do we know that's been there before? No one. It's right on the edge of space. I don't think um, we'd know anyone that's been there. Very few people go there and come back to tell the tale. It's, It's one of those sort of places. Which must get some terrible... Tripwise reviews, but <laughs> and also that no. makes no sense because then no one so, will be around to tell the stories. So, where can we get our hands on a manifest for a ship that's been somewhere we've never been? Uh, Ryder, make a culture roll. Um, are you sure that wouldn't be a, spa- a spaceship's roll? You're not flying the vessel. I think it's it's more sort of knowledge of the logistics of a spaceship rather than actually piloting it. Uh, if it's culture roll, shouldn't that happen? Yeah, I was going to say. It's not relevant to her culture. 
Okay, but I, I don't have any culture roll, but I do have a profession in starships. Which oh, uh, yeah, may, do a profession roll then. Okay. Not piloting, profession. Yes. 21. Right, yeah, that's good enough. Um, well, you, you know where the Caladian Nebula is on a map? Mm-hmm. You can call it up on your little data pad now. Everyone's got a galaxy map. So, there it is. There's a couple of planets immediately around the vicinity of it and what actually looks like a bit of territory that hasn't been conquered. And you can call up the shipping manifests for because it's all public knowledge. You can call up the shipping manifests for the vessels around that area and you're looking at it and the territory that hasn't been conquered, it looks like the Empire has gone around them. There's a lot of trade between those two places. Hmm. So I've, maybe I've some neutral party living there. Yeah. Or someone so dangerous even all of them are best for them. Could be worth a look. Yeah, we I mean, could take a goosey there. I don't see any harm in it. What's charted as being there? So, the way it seems to work, on further investigation, it looks like, basically, a load of these other planets are sending their ships to this one planet and then into the Empire. Like, that's the only shipping route. And the rally point seems to be a planet called Goal 3 in the Goal system, because people are very imaginative. <laughs> okay, so we know that I've... this... Um... This warlord, this Archon Beta guy, is going to be somewhere near Poseidon 4, I believe was the planet. Um, but this Goal 3 place seems to have the most traffic. Why don't we go there, have a look around, have a poke around in the shipping manifest and see if we can find something that was the same size, weight, and danger level as a planet-destroying warhead. Here we were. Shout. Same danger level as a planet-destroying warhead? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of security around something like that. I wouldn't want something that big to go missing. Okay, I, I'm in. Right away, then. We need someone to look after the bar while we're away. Mm. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave the robot in charge. Baffy, yeah, I'm, I think yeah. it might be time to leave the robot in in the bar. Yeah, Baffy goes, I've got just a thing, and she uh, she told us off, leaving you guys in the bar oh. to carry on cleaning. Not that you actually were cleaning much. Ryder was sort of half-heartedly doing some mopping. Yeah. <laughs> But you just put all the, all the bodies in the corner. That's not really cleaning. No, I didn't. I took them out, I took them out to the garbage chute. <laughs> Smash cut to a garbage chute just jammed full of dead bodies and legs hanging out. Yeah, literally. There's like a leg sticking out of a hand. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to continue then? Or do you want to keep looking at this manifest sort of thing? Um, I'll keep uh, looking up at the manifest. So goal three is where the most traffic happens, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's like the central trade hub for this area that the guy mm. uh, doesn't. Make a, make a, what's better, professional computers for you? Computers? Uh, make a computers roll. Okay. That is a 2 plus 11. Uh, well, okay. you try and investigate a little bit further, and the, the general, basically, Space Google security protocols won't allow you any further. Mm. Um, but you didn't really try. Okay. Mm. Uh, I can't find anything more on this um, sector. Do you want to have a go, V? I can do. Uh, I can get the, the old data pad out. 12 plus 10, so 22. 22. All right, well, you can see Ryder's like, struggling with some very, very basic security protocols. <laughs> and no. you, being big engineering mask, just like, sort of literally lean over and just push a button, and suddenly, Ryder, you're in. Oh, Oh, yeah, I always forget you have to do that. Hmm. Okay. Press the hat key. Yeah. So, you're in, and the pair of you are reading the screen. 
and it seems like what's actually happening is a lot of the ship's captains are fudging their manifests, saying they're going from other planets around this area when they're all actually going via goal three. So yeah. there's some smuggling a, going on. Yeah, basically. It seems that the the rumor is that you can get into the Caladian Empire through multiple means is a lie. All the people who actually know go through goal three. Hmm. And you well. think that's probably how they catch people. It wouldn't make sense to fly in Baldur's Brass and just pretend to be something else because the Leica is clearly not that. She's very, very sleek looking and has very, very obvious stealth elements to her. What it might be worth doing is literally latching on to the bottom of her ship. Ah, Millennium Falcon style. Millennium Falcon style. Uh, at that point, Bath comes back in with the uh, with the robot in tow. Oh. Hey. Hey, there's Jeeves. Okay, Jeeves, we've well, got a very special mission for you. Please deactivate me. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we've got a, mu- a much better idea. You are going to look after this nice pub while we're away. It's in a bit of a state at the moment. Um, maybe tidy it up a bit while we're gone? I was not built for this. Yeah, we know. Error, error, error. And he walks off to the bar. <laughs> the little bow tie is spinning furiously. Yeah, she's going to go and sit on the bar and say to him, all right, listen, Jeeves, we have some simple rules. You are a uh, defense robot primarily, right? I have been denuded of all of my defensive equipment. Well, we want you to defend this bar from going out of business. And then, you, you know, riffraff that come by. In fact, uh, one second, and she goes over to the other two, she goes, how do we give this thing prime... Like, what kind of prime director should we give this thing? Like, we want it to, you know, keep the place safe, but not murder everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, Only do a little bit of murder. No, 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 no murder. Zero murder, ideally. Ideally, zero murder. We don't We don't want that as our It's as hard our to run a bar if you're known for murder. It's not a good image to have. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> no murder, but... Also, maybe it can just beat people up if they call it. Right, so she's writing this down like no murder. Just, uh, just give them a, like, sub, a hammer or something. Sub claws, yeah. some beat. It doesn't need a hammer, it's a robot with metal fists. <laughs> yeah, but it could be a metal fist and a hammer. I think um, Butlerbot's done very well so far, and you're right, it is a combat robot, so maybe we should give it a weapon and then ride her hands at the mop. Oh, nice. <laughs> It's not quite a hammer, but it'll do. Yeah. It, seems, it picks up the mop. It holds the mop and seems to be regarding it for like the first time it's ever seen. This it slowly rotates its wrist 360 with it. This is the most deadly weapon that a puddle of water will know. Use it wisely. This is a fluid motivation device. Correct. This mop has killed thousands, maybe millions of microscopic organisms. <laughs> <laughs> This mob is a destroyer of civilizations. If you can't handle this mob, if you can't handle it, we'll Well, then maybe you should uh, start uh, defending the mob and clean it. Yes, stand up. Ryder's going to have a look. Uh, we don't have anything in here. We just killed everything and left the building. Ryder's going to have a look in the back where she found the mop and get some disinfectant. Right. So, shall we? Shall we depart? Please. Let's go. <laughs> we, leave, we, leave, we leave Jeeves cleaning the mop in the, the bar. Yes, we leave Jeeves with his mop, and <laughs> uh, we head down to the engineering bay where Leica 7 is being stored. Okay, the Leica 7 has had its engine repaired. Okay. Right, that's, we did leave it being repaired? Yeah, yeah, it was being repaired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's Before now we leave, repaired. We're doing a thorough inspection this time. And, uh, you, you spend a couple of hours thoroughly inspecting it, and it looks perfect. 
It's actually installed properly. Everything seems to be working. There's no bombs this time. That's always a plus. That's the main thing, really. That's like, you know, step one, no bombs. Yeah. From now on, only, only V is going to like work on a Leica. Yeah, but no bombs. Like, that's the main thing. The problem is with that V is that it's not feasible in a man-hour's perspective for you to work solely on the Leica. You will need to hire people to help you move heavy stuff. Okay, other people can help, but only with V being there from now. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> in a supervisory role, not a problem. So, you head aboard the Leica. Where are you going? Um, we well, going to goal three. Yeah, we'll set a course for goal three. Alrighty. You get on board the Leica. Everybody takes their seats. Baff's in her, and it's a different seat than last time, somehow. It, get, it uh, gets more fancy every time we go by. <laughs> Ooh, it's, a um, it's actually a different one. <laughs> oh, well, pre-flight pre check before we go anywhere. Make yep. sure all of the systems are working correctly. Make a professional pilot. No, make a regular pilot. Regular, regular pilot. Regular pilot. That's <laughs> a 19 on the dice, plus whatever the fuck is on the character sheet. 14. That would be 33. Yes. So... You get, you sit in the seat, and you go click, 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 clack, clack. Everything's green, boss. Makes a change, right? <clears throat> this is your pilot speaking. If everyone would like to assume takeoff positions, I'm about to take the ship out. Back wasn't paying attention and was checking out her new seat, so she probably <laughs> falls over and is now on her ass, <laughs> <laughs> upside down in the corner. <laughs> the Leica J turns out of the parking space <laughs> of the station, kicks in the afterburners and heads off in the direction of goal three. You have a common nav point from the map that you've downloaded into the Leica systems beforehand. You're at hyperspeed. And you're in your wiggly blue tunnel. Ah. It will take three hours, roughly, of this to... Happy place. That counts as a long rest. We get our stamina back. Uh, yes, everybody gets their stamina back. The ship's flying point to point. You can leave. Yeah, I need my, my spell slot back anyway, so that's good. Mm. Yes. And everybody can enjoy the mash pit. Oh. No, we can't. <laughs> Single tier. I think we should get a ping pong table. Why would we want a ping pong table? I'm bored. Also, what's ping pong? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know where I picked it up. It's a pleasant little game. You've got a massive bat, um, a ball, and the idea is to smash the ball into your opponent so hard that uh, they, don't, they can't deflect it back in time. Oh, that sounds really fun. Oh, so like, right? like murder ball. They're the option sport. Ah. So you played ping pong before. <laughs> so she goes over to, to the screen and brings up um, just like the most aggressive looking ping pong game you've ever seen, played by these hulking um, <laughs> bone monsters. And the ball is a, the ball is like is a small bomb. <laughs> and she, she's pointing at it. She goes, "This is Rekia Five. He is the third time world champion. Amazing player. Look, watch this one here. Uh, the guy swings so hard that the paddle comes out of his hand and chops everyone's head off. And the crowd go mad. And he's like, and, she, and back goes, oh, amazing play. What a time. Cool. <laughs> it's weird. I, I, I don't see how we can get as much power from the um, these little wooden bats that they sell on on." Amazon Prime. Yeah, these aren't the usual oh. titanium alloy ones that I've seen online, oh, yes. but they're probably, probably fine. Start a set. That ball doesn't look as heavy either. It looks like it's made of hollow plastic. Where does the bomb go? I don't know. May oh, the ball's hollow, so it must go inside. That makes sense. Uh, that'll be it. Yeah. Okay, well, that'll be with us in, uh, in about a week, so look forward to that. Oh, Radar's going to love that. Oh. Good times. <laughs> Teach me how to play death ping pong later. So, what's the plan here, guys? So, master plan. 
Um, we warp in. We find a big transport ship that's en route to um, Goal 3. We sneak up to it, latch onto it, wait till it lands, then fly away. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. V, can we get a Sorry. can we get a hot tub? No, no, um, we can't get a hot tub. Why? Five minutes running. Oh, we're almost there. Uh, Rudder's going to get back in her pilot seat. Get yep. ready to uh, disengage. He's going to go down to engineering bay and start prepping. Yeah, Beth hops into the captain's seat as well. Okay. Starts flicking through hot tubs and she's shaking her head. <laughs> right, you arrive. The Leica drops out of warp in the vicinity of Goal 3. You are confronted with a mass of commercial shipping. Goal 3 itself is a little dwarf planet, barely a couple of hundred me- uh, miles wide. Around it, though, are installations and space docks, servicing ships that warp in and out of the system once every few minutes. You are confronted with, and you can just tell by the ship types the kind of goods that are going into there, grain haulers, mass transit vehicles carrying goods, and vessels coming out of the system also carrying goods. (laughs) The specifics of which, without boarding, you wouldn't be able to tell. But certainly, it looks like the Caladian Nebula Empire requires a lot of food. Interesting. Hmm. Um, we're, we're, not, um, we're not in sort of scanning range yet, are we? Hmm. Uh, this is just what you've picked up on your passive. Okay. Um, you could do some active scanning, but the problem with active scanning is even civilian vessels will probably detect that. And it's a bit suspicious if you turn up and start scanning everyone, considering you don't look like a commercial vessel. That's a good point. So we're just going to have to find something that looks like it's heading towards goal and latch onto it, something big. Yeah. 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 Uh, So the way it's laid out is you've got, you've arrived at one waypoint, which there's a couple of waypoints laid out like an arc, and they're all like flashing beacons. And it seems like a lot of ships come out of this one waypoint and then disperse to the waypoints around you. And Mm. other ships converge on that singular waypoint. So you're pretty Mm. sure that's goal. That's going to the Caladian Nebula. All right. Let's find the biggest, ugliest ship we can. Stick with that one. You, you see in front of you a very, very battered-looking grain hauler. Now, this thing, the, the hauler itself, it's much like you know in Alien, where they had like the tug vessel was towing the massive star refinery thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So you got a little piloted ship at the front with big, powerful pulling engines, and then vast silos trailing behind it. This thing's probably about three miles long. You're a nostrous tug. Ugliest ship in the world. That'll do. Yeah, it, it ain't pretty. It ain't aerodynamic. It's clearly <laughs> never designed to go into atmosphere. Bass looking thing out the window like, oh, is there no other options, guys? This is... <laughs> it's just It'll it's so... Oh, and across one yeah, of the silos, right. big red lettering is something that simply says Transcorp. Um, uh, is, would there be space between two of the silos for Lyca to hide? There would, however... You're looking at them, and it looks like the space between them allows flex room. All right. So they, so it's basically it can it can move like a sinuous, almost mm. like a snake. It's articulated. Yes, it, that's it. That's the word. It's articulated. Okay. Uh, make a, make a visual, visual perception. Okay. Go go gadget dots. Uh, Sixteen plus seven. Twenty three. Mm. There's other spaces you could attach to the bottom of one of the silos. You don't want to get too close to the the um, the tug, though. There are walkways that connect all of the silos, so they can be accessed for maintenance or if something goes wrong. Mm. 
So we uh, reckon underneath. Also, um, if you attach to the bottom, you're in the, you're hidden from the sun of Gold's system. Okay, so in the shadow section. You'd be in the shadow. That's I reckon we've probably got our best bet hiding underneath it. All right. I love the I love the idea. Riders in your seat, and like literally, Baff and V are just crowded around her, looking out of windows. Yeah. <laughs> just making plans. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, no, I'm in. Uh, I'm, I'm at the engineering. Station. No, for this one you were on the bridge, or else all of that would have been redundant. So but, you've not yeah, used I'm any a... of your passive systems. Right. So I guess. Um... Yeah, oh, sorry, gone. No, I was going to say I'm going to prep the uh, the like grappling system. Yeah. That the the Lycus landing gear has, but holding it in place. Yeah, it's um. It would literally be once the gear is down, you literally just go into a space in the engineering room and you press a button when the pilot tells you. That's nice and simple. But I'm going to need a piloting roll from Ryder, who is trying to basically attach their ship to a moving ship in mm. the dark. You are so, yeah, go on. This currently unnamed cargo hauler, whose name will be the... Well, we don't know, because... <laughs> uh, we could, we could yeah. listen in on their transponder when they start broadcasting to land. Because I'm assuming they they land in the official way rather than our normal. Well, make somewhere. a communications check, somebody. So I don't know what that would be for skills wise. Um, uh, I suppose engineering if it's the radio. Be computer, wouldn't it? It's just it. It could be uh, both. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, like computer. Well, I, I rolled. I rolled a two. So someone has got their ears on. Hey, if you're at the engineering console, that's the role we go with. So what is your engineering total? Twelve. That's enough. Oh. You, you're basically they're not they're not scrambling their broadcasts, they're not a military operation, they're a civilian boat. So they will transmit and you can basically you cut in to hear them talking to air traffic control basically mm. of this sector, who don't seem to have noticed you. Probably because you're the smallest thing in here by a large margin. And we've got stealth mode on. Do you? Gonna gonna have to make that roll. We need an engineering role and a was it stealth for me? Okay, yeah. Before we do anything, we'll um, we'll, we'll do we'll go stealth. Yeah, we'll stealth. Yeah, All right. Sixteen for engineering and stealth roll. That's a seven on the dice plus nineteen, so twenty-six. 26. So what yeah. did engineering roll? Twenty-six total, and then both both of you got twenty-six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's nice and easy then. Yeah. They they can't detect you. Silent running. So, the name of this vessel, as you're listening in, they give their name as the, uh... Interesting name. <laughs> the, uh -huh. the name is the R. Uh. No, it's, uh. the, it's the Elega 9. Elega 9. Elega 9 Heavy. Elega 9 Heavy. I like that. Or Eliger, if you want to call it, I don't know. I mean, we're not going to be with it very long. So it doesn't okay. matter. We've we've yeah. we've slipped into its side pocket without a sound. You are you are currently under it. Did you make the pilot roll to land? Uh, no, not yet. Right, you're about to. It's twelve on the dice plus fourteen. Where is it? Holy fuck! Mm -hmm. You come into land on the bottom, and the ship moves. Yeah. And I'm going to need another pilot ride. Was it not already moving? I mean, do you mean it like away from us? In motion, it, you're relatively, no, it was going across no, course correction. correction. You'd made oh, it, right. and then it, it changed course. And are you listening on the radio again? Yeah, so still listening. Okay, um, I'm going to need another stealth roll. 
Another stealth roll, okay. Stealth and engineering roll, sorry. Okay. 32. And engineering? Uh, oh, I, oh, shit, natural 20. So, um, so over the you here. Hello, Gernan Heavy. This is Gold Flight Control. We advised you have some detritus in your wake. Advised course correction: four to three five degrees elevation plus nine. And then you hear, from, <laughs> hear from the Elegar. Gold Flight. This is Elegar Nine Heavy. We copy. Adjusting to suggested flight path. And it basically moves away. Relative to you, it just looks like it goes up, away from you. Hmm. So we need a friendly meteorite, boys. Okay, I'm going to make another piloting roll to try and attempt to yes, latch on again. Yeah. That is a ooh, 19 on the dice plus piloting. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 14. And then finally, with a and a crunch, because I'm guessing RJ, you pushed the button to fire the bolts into the into the bolts. Feet. Thought yeah. we were doing magnets. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't think that's sophisticated. It basically just has like a series of giant screws. Yeah. In the end, yeah, that just wind their way into whatever it's but It's supposed to be for when you need to anchor against something. Yeah, like a rock. Yeah. Mm. But it also works very well on like ship hulls. Right. So you've been running at low power anyway, and finally the screws dig into the, the hull of the Elegar. And you are aboard. It's a matter of moments basically to shut down the engines and reduce the power signature of the Leica to near zero. Right, it's going to switch all the lights off as well. Yeah. Uh, can we go to, like, DEFCON mode, where all the red lighting comes Yeah, off? submarine mode. <laughs> no, there's, there's not... You are beyond that. You are running as stealthily as possible. So even the heating's off, which means you're going to need to break out the emergency coats. Mm-hmm. Do, you yeah. have to turn, do you have to turn bath off? What? No! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, I imagine bath's got, like, a little lead line coat or something. Yeah, androids are... I'm just treating it as another thing. Yeah, no, she's, 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 she's just a species, it's okay. Right, yeah. so we don't, we don't have to put in the microwave. It was hilarious <laughs> watching the super robot telling the basic robot how to run a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then fi- your final checks over the radio were basically... Golf flight, this is Elegant 9 Heavy. We are approaching the nav point now. See you when we get back. And you hear go control, go. Elegant 9 Heavy, this is Golf flight control. Understood last transmission. Good luck in the Caladium. And then that's the transmission over. And then you feel the... As the Elega 5 opens a warp hole into... Or a warp tunnel towards the Caladium. Hang on, everyone. Now, it's a little bit discomforting because you're not... The ship's not angled right, basically. You're kind of slightly at an angle on the cargo things. So it does feel like something's dragging into souls. Sort of back into the left. Mm-hmm. And it's you've experienced this before, it's it's nothing unusual. And with up you're into the next tunnel. You mm-hmm. have only a rough frame of reference for how long it would take to reach the Caladian Nebula. And you still aren't quite sure which planet you're going to. There's a possibility of three. So there's three sorry, three systems you could go to. There are multiple planets within those systems. Mm-hmm. If these guys are are like on the side on the side hustle to um our warlord um friend, we can just stick with them, right? Well, the idea was that we scan their um, their shipping manifest and you have some idea of what they're transporting to um, to the Caladian Nebula. This is a grain mm. hauler, so there's going to be some sort of food shipment happening up top, yeah. I would assume. Mm. Unless the grain's just a cover and they're actually sleeping something else inside it. Well, I could have a, a sneaky peek look around if you want. Digitally or personally? If we do do that, though, uh, ground rule, it would just be me. No offence, ladies, but you're not very 
subtle. <laughs> right, you actually want to you actually want to cross over onto their ship. Yeah, you want you want to go check it out. Space. Yeah, just have a look around. That oh, doesn't what? seem safe. Let's look at their manifest first. We can probably like hack that right or something. Uh, we'd be detected though. Mm. And also, no, I'd wait until we get to the Caladian Nebula before trying to cross over to their ship. If we do that, it's not a good mm. idea. It's an idea. Okay, so if they've got through, they're probably taking it to our combater if they're here for a job at all. So rather than like splitting, because this is a huge ship, we don't want to risk losing Ryder. Mm. So we just, if we just like stick with them, wait for them to make contact with somebody else, maybe um, check their what's the word conversations comms. We could wait until they are transmitting and yeah, then exactly. do a scan. That's that seems safer in my mind. Okay, let's do that then. Alrighty. I'm going to time skip you guys now because I can't handle another conversation about ping pong tables. So, <laughs> I hear it. You feel the rattle begin of the ship slowing in the warp and then it drops <clears throat> out of the warp. You are in, how to describe it? Basically, imagine a regular, your regular star biome, but everything seems to be tinted purple. Oh, uh, purple space. It's like an entire universe just for Bath. Yeah, <laughs> she's in. looking out the window. Bath, you're among your people now. And it does match Baff's hair. You are in the Caladian Nebula. Oh, we're in Baffy space. Finally, somewhere with some actual taste. Also, V, you're my people. These guys are <laughs> secondary. Also, it matches Ryder's pants. <laughs> <laughs> She's got, like, these sort of rubber purple trousers. <laughs> you're Baff actually going, oh, look, you're actually in fashion for once, Ryder. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean for once? <laughs> um... Are we so we're still we're still attached to the bottom of the um, the you call it the Elgato yeah. there <laughs> the uh, the El again El the Elgar yeah yes we're still attached to the bottom still, of that. you're still screwed in and you're still powered down where is it, where is it going where is it heading from what you can roughly make out it's dropped out of this at the edge of the system and it looks like it's going to spend the next day heading into one of these planets hmm. there are hmm. four planets you can see in front of them. Uh, see just with your naked eye. I say we just stick with them. Either we, either we end up where we should be, or we find out where, they, where there's something else going on in the system, and we can handle it from there. But splitting off from we, here now with no knowledge means we just got to. Yeah, it leaves you know. us open as well. Exactly. All right then. So good old fashioned, good old fashioned stakeout then. Mm. Plus, Ryder can do some sleuthing on the uh, on the elegant nine if they want to. Can do. Alrighty. Don't don't break anything. I'll try my best, no problem. Don't start any fights and don't push any buttons. <sighs> nice to see you ladies have nothing but faith in my sleuthing abilities. Again, yeah, I'll try my best, no promises. Almost responsible of you for once. <laughs> well, if we are going to do that, we need an emergency action plan if the shit does hit the fan. Uh, who's flying the ship, first of all? Probably radar. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. Oh, radar's <laughs> not here. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll <laughs> Uh oh! I've got piloting though. Wait, what's what's your piloting rate? Uh, uh, five at the moment. Meta. Oh uh, yeah, it's not meta. Like V in, in actual thought just forgot that ra that radar wasn't there. <laughs> now you're asking them if they're if they're any good at piloting. I'll pilot because I've got nothing engineering. If we need that. Okay. All yeah, right. I've got four in piloting. Okay, well, so entirely from leaning over Ryder's shoulder and watching. Yeah, she's just like, eh, this, looks, this looks easy enough. I pull this, I press that. Eh. And playing like arcadey Star Fox style video games. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of pushing the actually works. <laughs> I, don't tell me, I will make this shit do a bow roll. Where's the X button? <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, Bath jumps into, well, I guess, no, she doesn't jump into the rider. She's arrived still there. But if anything happens, she will uh, pilot and uh, V can and do engineering and stuff. Well, first yeah. things first, um, I'd like a map of this place if I'm going to be sneaking around it. Uh, we're going to need to do a scan of this ship, but avoid detection at the same time. Yeah. I reckon we can do it. As far as they're aware, we're not here. So we could probably, if we do it at a low power level, we could at least analyse the part of the ship we're attached to. Would and then if you want to get on board... Get us a map? Maybe not the entire ship, but maybe just the immediate surroundings so you can find Ooh, the terminal. Idea! What about, what about sonar? We'll make a reverberation that, through the ship and then listen back. The reflection would, will give us where the walls are. Inside. They definitely notice that, though, I reckon. Hmm. How much Is do we it, need to know what's on the ship exactly? Well, just, I just need to know where I'm going and yeah. what's in the cargo hold and where they're they, going. Make a... Ryder, make a, a culture roll. You've worked on ships before. Culture or profession? I don't have any culture. Oh, uh, profession. Is your profession okay. starship or profession pilot? Starships. It, does it specifically say starship in profession? It specifically says starships, and you can check that because you have my character sheet. No, I, I believe you. That's fine. Then okay. roll on that. Okay. That's a, a four plus nine. Thirteen. Thirteen. You've seen these kind of things before and you're basically it's like a train you've got a series of carriages and then mm. the main engine the main okay. engine's where everyone's probably going to be what you're on right now is you're attached to the bottom of one of the carriages of this train okay well um, will it have will it have like uh, crawl spaces that I can get between the carriages there, well, from what it's you probably, saw as you flew in, there are walkways. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably going to have walk spaces, considering that our entire ship fits underneath one of their carriages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maintenance needs to be done and people need to reach things, and the best way to do that is with a walkway. Because, in right, fact, okay. looking at it, from what you can see, there's one that runs down the middle, the spine. Okay. Is it airtight? No. Okay. you want me to grab your spacesuit? Uh, yeah, please. Right, these are going to engineering and... Uh, by pressure test Ryder's spacesuit before sending the back to the cold dark back to the place. <laughs> Ryder's going to get her gun and her sword. Yep. Right, remember, no buttons. Oh. No explosions either. Oh, no promises. Make an uh, intelligence roll, someone. Cool. D20 plus your intelligence uh, 16 plus intelligence to 18. Maybe give them some kind of like plug-in USB thing, so if they can find a terminal, they can get information off it. Oh, that's the point. You don't have your own tools, do you? Nope. Uh, tell you what, take, fly, take Flyby with you. Flyby? Uh, He's got so many different names! Are you sure about that? <laughs> He's not the stealthiest um, little fella. Yeah, also, drones don't respond to other people's commands. Yeah, but I can still pilot him up to a certain distance. Two miles? Why don't you just give me a USB pluggy thing? Yeah, we've got plenty. We've got loads. We've got plenty of dongles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give them... Those bastards, didn't we? Yep. Sorry, I'm going to give them an USB stick then. Actually, no, I gave them two. <laughs> two USB sticks, thank you. Yeah. You've also got your wrist data pad as well. Yep, data pad. I'll t- I've got my hollow bead if I do need to disappear. Yep. Um, right. Righto. Right, boys and ladies, I'm going for a walk. Once again, what are the rules? No blowing things up, I know. And no pressing any buttons. But what if Do I need to get through a door that needs buttons? Mm. Oh, I'll be in constant communication as well, so if anything does go awry, you'll be the first to know. Uh, now, you know, 
the, the Leica is currently powered down and has no passive listening ability. But we have personal communication devices. Which give off a power signature. Mm, how... How much it depends power, how though? stealthy. It depends how stealthy do you want to be to get it from where you'd be on a ship through two miles of grain. You'd have to be quite powerful. Mm. Two miles, miles of air quotes grain. Grain. <laughs> We're assuming. Don't fall in. You are dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we'll only communicate if we have to. I'll, I'll save all of the information until I get back. <laughs> so, you make your way to the airlock. Hmm. All right, we'll we'll come to you in a second, Sai. Um, Baff and V, is there anything you want to do? Because Ryder's going to be gone for a couple of hours, probably. Yeah. Uh, also, Meta, I don't really know what kind of roleplay you guys can get right now. You're kind of in a sit-and-wait situation. No, it's yeah. right. We're, we're having sit-and-wait. Like, Baff, Baff yeah. as usual. Are you sure? <laughs> well, yeah, as usual, yeah, she, she plays Mother Hen, so she's more like worried about Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. And Vee's going to keep up, keep listing out, and they're going to keep flyby prepped in case they need to. Yeah. Like, also, I mean, I guess you guys could come with me, but I don't know about sneaking around. Yeah. I don't know. You noticed, but V isn't very subtle. I don't. No. Think, I don't think we. I mean, I'm still not really sure what we want on the ship, other than we want to identify what they're actually carrying. Because we've ascertained they're more than likely smuggling something. But we yeah. want to know what they're smuggling and if we can nick it. Yeah. Do you want a DM freebie? Yeah, if we help. Is it? Yeah, let's spend a radar point. Yeah, <laughs> okay, spending one of your radar points. How many of those do you have? Three. No idea. Yeah, three. I don't remember how no, many. No, from, from previous adventures. Uh, how I many think I've got three. three. Yeah, three. Eleven. Yeah, right. this point. We'll go with three. You're now spending one of them. You're down to two radar points. So, information <laughs> that you need. You need to figure out where the fuck you are because you don't know which system you're in. You need to figure out where the warhead's being kept. Bike, sorry, you can figure out where Arkham Beta basically lives, and you can extrapolate from that probably the warhead is around there somewhere. So to be to be fair, <clears throat> we don't technically need to get onto the Elgato. Keep on the Elgato, the Ele- Elegans. Elegans. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking. I'm just looking for a um, uh, a pluggy point, essentially. But do we know that these guys do business with um with Arkham Beta? We do, yeah. Okay. Yes, so, we do. Because they, they've, they've clearly come into the Caladian Nebula without being shot down. Yeah. So, mm. yes, they do business with... So I think the, the best thing we want to get out of these guys is some kind of um like like landing codes or like, you know, all-clear codes and maybe some information. But knowing what they're carrying, I don't see how that's going to help us. Well, it's more getting access to the consoles on their ship. And also, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what nosiness. I guess we should... You know what? I think if we're... We should probably all go there to be safe. Not all of us, because that leaves nobody on the Leica, and also only people that are stealthy. Um, yeah, Baff, I'm not going to lie, you're not the subtlest of... No, that's true. It's the it's hips, not... Baff. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. They get stuck in things. <laughs> and they shout. They're just so loud. They just won't quit. Hmm. I'm not sure... Every time you turn around, you do clap sometimes as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to evade the guard while I'm dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> Okay, fine. That doesn't go, but she's still concerned. I mean, I, I don't, I don't quite know how to say this, but uh, Baff, see, you, you can't help it. <laughs> right, she stays behind fixing up her new chair. Another new chair that you've acquired from somewhere. Mm. Are these, does she have like lots of chairs in a row, or is it just one different chair every time? 
feeling uh, very self-conscious. Provided it doesn't ever matter from a mechanic's point of view, she can literally have a different chair every time the camera looks at it. Yeah. Yes. It's a it's a continuity error. Yeah. It's where we've had to reshoot a couple of scenes. Because we kept getting this clapping on the audio and we couldn't oh, work God, out what it was for the long time. What's causing that? I've isolated it down to every time Bath turns around. <laughs> anyway. So RJ and Bath, oh sorry, RJ and uh, Pan, uh, you're going to be in spectator mode for the next few bits. I'm yeah, yeah, right. fine, that's um, cool. You can listen in and you can chat, but don't don't give any hints or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryder is very firmly on her own. So, good luck, you Godspeed. Go into the airlock. She takes a deep breath and gets ready. You take a deep breath, and the last time you were in this, you were in the presence of Logos. Hmm. That's very comforting. It's a little bit claustrophobic. Uh, can you make a roll a d20 and add your will save to it, please? It's eight on the dice plus four. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, it's there's there's a moment of hesitation, but you you put it to the back of your mind. You you've, you're trained basically for this job. I've got a mission to do. You've got a mission. So through the the clumsy finger buttons of your suit, you press the open airlock, and the airlock opens. You're confronted with, again, it's almost pitch black because you're in the shadow of the elegant. Mm-hmm. But Do you proceed. I also have dark vision, so I'll be able to see. Yes! Uh, so you look down, and through the grayscale mm-hmm. of the dark vision, you see the ladder, and then the scuffed and worn metal outside hull of one of these um, silos. Okay, I'm going to very delicately jump jet my way over to the ladder. Okay, you step out and you make a... Is there a spacesuit roll? Be athletics, I think. Yeah, that seems like... Uh, yeah, that's, that, that'll do then. Athletics roll. Okay. There's a 17 plus 11. Oh yeah, 28. <laughs> you, you, know, you give it a single blast and then you just sort of dull drift over to think and you grab a plan you guys have seen gravity and like interstellar and stuff right yeah we did we've done spacewalks as well because we did one when we were trying yeah to we did one to get to that uh, I know <laughs> I know I'm just I'm just setting the scene for you that this this is how clumsy spacesuits are okay it's like that but with an otter yes <laughs> so you're on the ladder the ladder leads up the side of the silo mm-hmm. um it will take you into direct sunlight, uh, and then it looks like it over the top of the ledge leads to the center, central spine, spinal walkway. Okay, Rod's going to climb the ladder and peer over the top and see what she can see now in the in the sunlight. All right, you get to the the top of the thing, and you can peer basically straight ahead into the central walkway, which runs left and right, and disappears behind the tops of the silos. The silos are arranged uh, in a row, two abreast, with the spine down the middle. Okay. And it looks like each join in the silos basically has... It looks like a pressurised little room in between them, where the walkway would pass through. And that's what you see. Okay. Uh, Ryder is going to make her way in darkness, best she can, over to uh, one of the hatches in the silo. All right, you're you're in direct sunlight now at this point. As I said, it comes up into into direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you keep low, basically otter crawl. I'm going to call it. Well, hang on a sec. If there's a walkway, there'll be an underside of it that will be not in direct sunlight. 
the walkway literally sits on top of the machinery of the articulated spine. Oh, okay. Which is like power cables, like hydraulics and things like that. Okay, well, she'll, she'll like you said, do the otter sneak. Yeah, just, she just sort of weasel your way, literally weasel your way. Come shock. Yeah, up to the up to the central thing, look left to right. There's no one around, and you've got two closed doors either end of you. If you carried straight on, you'd go onto the other silo and then back down, and you think an opposite ladder, which would just take you a big circle. Okay, back to the next one. Okay, is there a glass hatch or something? You're looking at it, and it looks like it's one of those airlocks that it's just a single cylinder that rotates and it's got a bit cut out of it. Okay. Uh, and it's currently closed, and there is a big manual crank on the right. Okay, so it doesn't look electronic. Um, nope. Would I know that this being entirely mechanical wouldn't set off any sort of alarm? Or should I do, do a perception roll to check it for an alarm uh, system? I'd make it make a perception roll. Okay. Ooh, okay. 19 plus 13. Uh, we'll add that to your, your profession starships as well. This is a civilian maintenance hatch. Something like this, you doubt would be rigged. You doubt, you're not sure. Okay. So, uh, but you you could you could go through it, or you could probably climb over it. Oh, but there are no handholds. Hmm. Well, I've got my um, my jump jets on my uh, my armor. Yeah. Okay. So there will be. I'm going to install like a, an artificial thing, and there will be a limited amount of fuel in the jetpack always. <sighs> so what I'm going to say is, you've got twenty uses of the jetpack. So you've used... I've used one of them already. You've used one, but I'll give you that one as a freebie because you didn't know. Okay. So starting now, you've got 20. 20 RCS. nice and easy because I can track it on this D20. Yeah, 20 RCS bursts. Yeah, there we go. And the, they, they can be quite nebulous. You can use one to get to a suitable velocity to fly 20,000 miles, or you could use one to go across a room. You know. Sure. Well, I won't open any doors yet. I'll just hop over okay. it with, the, um, with one RCS burst. Okay, so you use your RCS once to go up, along, and then down. As you reach the top of that, that point before you have to stop yourself, because there is no gravity, mm-hmm. you look down and there's probably another ten of these silos. Well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I think one uh, silo will have the contents of all of them, presumably. Presumably. Sure. We can't. We can't do radio contact. But can Beth still contact uh, Ryder via psychic pa- um, telekinesis? Uh, yes, she can. Yep. <laughs> Are we all linked here? Because yeah, we're all, we're all telepathic. Bullshit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all, we're all telepathic linked, so she can like just um like ping in. Go on then. I guess. Uh, yeah, so she pings in like. Um, how's it going there, Beth? Mismatches. <laughs> 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 Curls into a ball and bounces off three separate balls. <laughs> I, f- I forget you can do that. Sorry, Baff. Yeah, everything's going great. I'm on the uh, the spine of this uh, this cargo trawler. Um, I haven't looked in any of the silos yet. I can't find a plug-in point. I kind of want to have a peek inside one of them before I get to the engine room. Be careful. We can't see what you're doing, but... Wait, actually, is there a way... I guess it's not about video feed. Like, no. No, your psychic powers are bullshit enough that you're talking to her. No, I mean, like, maybe she had like, some like, video feed thing on her like chest, but that would make sense. N- no, because that, that would be a broadcast, then yeah. it could be... Well, I guess mm. you could psychically see through Ryder's eyes, but that would be bullshit. No, she, she, can, only, she can only communicate, she can't, like... I can I later. Ability later. Later on, I can, yeah. yeah, later I can not only see through your eyes, I can also fully puppet you. Oh, please don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, weird. that's horrendous. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Screaming Yeah, mystical witch wolf abilities are weird. 
<laughs> Stay out of my brain, Charles. <laughs> all right, well, uh, we're here if you need anything. Um, I won't. Okay, Beth, thanks. Yeah, I imagine, uh, I did... like, you started speaking to her and the sort of Metal Gear Solid exclamation mark appeared above her head. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, as she, as she leaves, there's, like, a, a soft chime in, in your head. Just to, like, <laughs> just to, like, so she knows that the conversation's starting or ending, so she doesn't panic her again. Mm. Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay. Um, over and out. Oh, God, it, ma- it makes the MSN messenger noise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 made, made me cough. <laughs> right, Okay. Where where is Ryder at this point? So you come up, you came to the centre of the spine, you turned right to go along the spine, you jumped over the first silo, and you're now sat in a, basically an identical situation with a silo in front of you and a silo behind. Well, like the, the middle bits between the two silos. Okay. Well, Ryder wants to have a peek at what's in these silos. Okay, and you've got that uh, cylindrical rotating airlock access hatch in front of you. Okay. Right. She's going to hop over to it and try and open it. Okay, you get to the thing, and it's... You've seen these before. These are like auxiliary airlocks on big ships, where it's done... You, you crank the thing around, where the first cranks basically draw, suck all the air out of the airlock, and then if you keep cranking it, it'll rotate the drum. You go inside, and then there's usually a crank in the room. The ceiling or on the floor that you do, and it reverses the process. Okay. Right, she's going to um, hang on to the, the latch and sort of start rotating the valve. Awesome. Can I have a strength <coughs> roll, please? D20. Oh She's not very strong. Um, okay, that is a 17 plus 2. 19, that's enough. 19. Um, it's tiring, <laughs> but eventually... Option. Yeah, because you're very small and you literally have to stand with your legs either side of this thing and turn it with both hands as best as you can and then pull the lever in the centre for it to lock in place. And it does. In, in a spacesuit as well. Yeah, and you're doing this in a spacesuit where your grip's not fantastic. No, yours is, isn't it? Because you just, you hang from surfaces. Yes. No, your grip's fine. It's got um, the um the suction thingies. Yeah. I think I think doing this in a spacesuit is going to be tiring enough. Yeah. <laughs> the airlock is open to you. <sighs> okay. She's going to step inside. Oh, uh, before she does that, she's going to check for traps, devices, that sort of thing. All right. Well, there doesn't seem to be anything. It just it's the inside of this drum airlock. Okay. There's no there's no window or anything like that. Right. Well, she'll hop inside and she'll close the um, the latch. All right. You reach down and you start. I'm not going to make you roll strength again. You've rolled once. You've passed. You can do it. Okay. But it takes a while and eventually the drum rotates, locks into place, and pressurizes. And suddenly you can hear. <sighs> so there's oxygen inside each of these central transit lines between the silos and with that the the drum opens into a room it's probably about eight foot by eight foot uh, there's a couple of tool racks a couple of levers that aren't labeled they look well worn and uh, access hatch in the floor which you look you're looking at it looks like it goes to one of the cables and hydraulics you've been walking on in the sides left and right two doors that look heavily reinforced but with a with a window in them and they look into the actual silos. What would a grain silo need oxygen in it? I'll give you that one as a freebie. It's so that the maintenance engineers don't have to stay enclosed in a suit. Yeah, I guess. And it doesn't... It's got scrubbers. It doesn't lose any oxygen when you open or close the airlock. Hmm. And any carbon dioxide you emit gets recycled. Yeah, fair enough. I was wondering if it was like to sort of um, 
keep the, the grain from being damaged by frost, but whatever. Uh, no, um, if you put oxygen in with grain, it starts going moldy. That as well. Okay, um, Ryder's going to sort of shut the drum door behind her, make sure that she doesn't leave any indication that someone has entered, just in case. Yeah, the, the drums the drums already in its closed position. It doesn't it doesn't have a door over it. Okay, I'm going to have a look around. Is there any sort of identification for what part what silo I'm in? Uh, yes, it's painted on the floor. There's a big red square with big white numbers. It looks well walked over. It says zero nine. Um, okay, so Ryder's going to snake along to the first hatch on her left and peer through the glass. All right, there's only one hatch on the left, right? That is the one looking into the thing, and it looks it looks like hundreds huh. of stacks of grain in the silo, and they're arranged in like a spiral up around the central core. Uh, she'll check the... No, they'd be... Sorry, disregard that. They'd be descending down from the top here at the top of the, the silo. Okay. Well, my curiosity's been served. <laughs> okay. Uh, are there any computer access ports in on this silo? Uh, it, not in this room. It's all entirely mechanical in here. Hmm. Figures. You'd think, if there is electronics, they'd be probably sensors to detect fire, and they'd be wired all the way up to the tug at the front. Hmm. Fire, you say? No, no, I, I made a promise to V. Okay. Ryder's going to um, head back to the drum entrance. She's seen all she needs to see. Okay, does she make her way back to the Lyca? Uh Well, no, not yet. She she wants to know where the ship's going, so she's going to head to the bridge. So she's going to go all the way to the front of the vessel? Uh, well, yeah, we still need information. Yeah, no, that's fine. So you progress onwards. I thought you were done mm. and going back. Um, well, I'm done in this part. I, I just wanted yeah, to know what yeah. was in the silo. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm basically... Do you go into the next one? Nah. Because you, you open the drum up and you're confronted with literally the same scene. But this one, you're pretty sure, will be number eight. Okay. Now nah, I, th- I think I'm done with the silos. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to um, head out back into space, back onto the, um, uh, the walkway, and start progressing to the front of the ship as sneakily as possible. All right. Well, the walkway literally goes forwards, and then you're confronted with basically the same thing that you've just been in. Okay. And that, and that will repeat. Right. So she'll have to keep going then. Okay. It takes a while because you've got to literally open and close 16 airlocks. Well, if the shit hits the fan, I need to get out of here. I can just do a huge RCS burst and get back to the Leica if needs be. Yeah, and that's absolutely fine. I'm just saying it, it takes time. This is more for the benefit of the Leica crew who are sat there twiddling their thumbs. Yeah, sorry this is taking so long, guys. No, we're learning, how, takes- we're learning about ping pong. <laughs> Real quick, I, I actually just reread Telepathic Bond. So yeah. I can I can form it up to 100 feet, but I can actually use it at any distance. Oh, yeah. What? No special power or influence is established as a result of the bond. Once the bond is formed, it works over any distance, although not from one plane of existence to the other. If desired, you can leave yourself out of the table. I This is oh, this is mad OP, but it's, uh, it's what it says. Oh well, you, so you can't well, communicate through dimensions, but you can communicate yeah. across <laughs> space, yeah. across yeah. space time anywhere. You're basically, yeah. an infinite CB radio. You can just call up Siphonophore like, if you want to. Yeah, Pan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pan. yeah. Um, I'm going to ask if you yourself could put some artificial restraints yeah, on Yeah, don't worry. I won't. I won't. <laughs> like, um, I'm reading it now. I'm like, that makes no sense. So I'm happy to, like, not do it. No, no, no. <laughs> te- the the telepathy is a big part of Bath, and we all love that. But it's up to you. I, I mean, I have to not, like, not break, break 
tense moments by being like, "Oh, you're, you're on another planet. Hey, yeah. what's up? I can hear your, your you." Psychic, your psychic abilities, especially the shit I run, are formidable enough as it is. You don't need more. Yeah, I'm not going to. I just, I was just looking up and like, "Oh, hey, wow, cool." But that's fine. however, you should absolutely use them to prank call radar. <laughs> just a random. He'll know it's. She's the only telepath he knows. She'll know it's her. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean um, to. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah. So, Cipher, I'm going to need a. Hmm. Is that I need a. I need, I need like a luck equivalent. Roll a percentile mm. for me, and let me know what percentage you roll. Okay, one moment. So, you know, that's the two ten-sided ones. Yep. Yeah. That's not super low. Forty-eight uh, percent. Ooh, that's middle. Yeah. That's oh, you're, extremely you carry middling. <laughs> so I'll just carry on. Don't see anything. You carry on. You okay. do you go into the airlock. Um, yeah, well, I have to, right? Yeah, okay. So you start closing it, and you, you crank it round, and you crank, you crank, and then it closes, and so it locks, and you basically, as it as the drum pierces round, you look into the room, and there's an engineer stood there looking at you with an expression of absolute shock on his face. Oh. In his hand, he's got an unlit blowtorch, and a screwdriver. Quick, pretend you're meant to be there. <laughs> I'm Dead not meant to be here. That's metagaming. <laughs> I am not meant to be here. <laughs> um, wait, so is this room uh, pressurized, right? Yeah, yeah. He can hear you. He can hear me, okay. He can hear the airlock rotating. <laughs> it's a pressurized room. <laughs> Time to cash in those bluffs. Uh, I don't have a good bluff. I'm, I'm going to have to attack this guy. I mean, your, op your options <laughs> are bluff or murder, so... Initiative roll from you, please. Fair oh, enough. Quiz, hot oh. shot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Is your dex bonus at least plus three? Yeah. Because this guy rolled a two and his dex bonus is plus zero, so you're going first. Well, Riders is plus four, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, First things first, can you give me um, a rundown of where this guy is what's around him. Yeah, so this is going to be nice and easy. I'll break the room down into a 3x3 three three grid. Okay. So you've got nine squares, basically. If it's done out like a number pad, you're at the bottom of number pad two. He's okay. at number pad six, and he's got into the entire floor panel up because it looks like he was doing some work. Okay, new plan. Um, yeah, we need an action. I'm going to wave at him. Uh, Hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you make a... Bluff? <laughs> make a wave roll. Diplomacy roll. Diplomacy? I do have some diplomacy. Yes, nat 20. Of that all the times I could have rolled it. It's a, it's a skill roll, so a nat 20 doesn't mean anything. You've got 20. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> add your diplomacy to it, nat, please. Okay, nat 20 plus 4. 24. 24 okay. Also, you've got points in diplomacy? Yes, I do. <laughs> I guess yeah, like the rest of us, Ryder's actually a fairly well-rounded character, whereas the rest of us are just big balls of min-max. Min-max, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you've still got your helmet on, so you can't speak, and it's the, you've got the chrome faceplate, so we can't actually see your expression. But the wave the wave is pretty disarming, and for a moment, he's like, uh, okay. Hmm. He uh, doesn't Ryder, do anything for his action. Ryder is going to tap on the side of her helmet like she's having comm issues and, sh and shrug. You know what that stormtrooper does in, in Star Wars? <laughs> on the side of her helmet and shrug. Yeah, like she's having con problems. Uh, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's, also, he's also not <laughs> wearing a helmet. She couldn't hear comms anyway. Yeah, so he's like, he, he just, he 
quietly nods. He's still got like an eyebrow raised, but okay. You know. Hang on, are you are you carrying weapons? Um, you did put your sword on your back. I did put my sword on my back. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he uh, then give me a second. This guy is also apparently blind or cross-eyed because he's also not noticed the sword that's bigger than Ryder on her back. Um, so yeah, he, he just sort of he nods quietly. It's it's a civilian cargo trawler, and this guy must have think he's seeing things. So um, I've, rolled, I've rolled one, two, 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 three, one. Oh boy. Uh, okay, is there something like a toolkit or something nearby? There's a toolbox on the floor next to him. Next to him. Yes. Okay. He's where, Ryder, he's, working. he's where he's working. Ryder is going to very non-threateningly walk over. Um, casually go through his tools, look for a certain kind of screwdriver, give him a thumbs up, and walk right back out of that airlock. <laughs> he doesn't move. Bye. <laughs> Does he give him a thumbs up back? Does, can ride a fist bump him? <laughs> uh, no, he's sort of... He's a bit sort of entranced, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A sexy thick otter in a spacesuit walks up to you, gets a screwdriver, gives you a thumbs up and leaves. I believe the term is bamboozles. Bamboozles. Yeah. yeah. You, you take a screwdriver and you go back to the airlock. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then you... and then just um, open it up and, and, and leave. All right. You you start cranking it around and that seems to snap him out of it. You see him basically go for his helmet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought you were going through the airlock as opposed to like jettisoning the airlock. Oh no, so, I'm, like, I'm like continuing through. I thought this was oh, like you're going, a route through. You're going on towards the front of the ship. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, you you see he's sort of looking, and then he looks back as the drum is is closing, and you, the last line of sight of him is basically him just sort of scratching his head. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're through. Okay. Shut the door behind me. And go fucking stealth mode. <laughs> Alright, you... What, you're just going to stop there and go stealth mode, yeah? Yes. Alright, you... Because my god, that was close. <laughs> you skitter basically up and around and sit above the airlock with your sticky paw pad things. Um, above the thing. And then, there's no sound in space. But a few seconds later, you see the drum start to rotate. Yeah, Ryder's going to hide. Yep. And then the drum rotates fully so that it's close to you. And then, after a second, it starts to rotate back. And then you see him. He's in a red spacesuit. Looks like the space engineer's type spacesuit. The yep. bulky thing. And he's walking very slowly with his mag boots and his toolbox back. And he keeps looking down at the toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> and he's making his way downtown um, up to the next airlock. Okay. Two. And he starts, he puts the toolbox down. The toolbox has got a mag bit on it, so it didn't float away. Puts it down and starts cranking the airlock. Okay. It opens, steps in. Um, When Ryder was in the last place she was in, where the engineer was just a second ago, did she see any sort of um, plug point? No, because it's like the other seven she's been through. Okay. Well, in that case, she's going to skip this one and carry on to the front of the, uh, the ship. Like you're going to skitter over the top of it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. You skitter over the top of it. You actually overtake him because he's going through. And that's that. you skitter over number two, you're confronted with another one, and be, over the top of it now you can see, like, the engine hubs and the bulks of the, the tug. Cool. And the engines are either side of the silos, and it looks like this attaches to the central umbilical in the centre with a proper airlock hatch in it. A proper airlock hatch. 
When you say proper, is that has that got uh, glass windows in it that I can see through? Yeah, it's a split door down the middle, and there's two windows to look through. But you know, in airlocks, it'll be a double-sided thing, so you'll just be able to see into the airlock. Sure. Well, I mean, Ryder wants to take a look through this time, so she doesn't walk into another engineer. Right. Well, do you want to? You've still got to get over the the final silo yet. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that first. All right. You've accelerated the engineer completely, and you're now confronted with a airlock with a data and like a key entry pad. Ah, it's code. I'm going to use my psychic link to baff. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it comes through. Um, you you hear um, Baff and V arguing over pinball, ping pong. <laughs> They're just uh, playing pinball in the back. Uh, like I mean, Baff. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I've got, Ryder, how are you doing? Hi. I had a bit of a fiasco earlier with um, an engineer fellow. Um, oh, God, he, did you push a bar? No, oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. No, he's not dead. Killed, he killed some engineers. He's he, not dead. <laughs> why, why isn't he dead? V, you can't, you can't speak. This is a psychic link between Baff and. Yeah, she's just, te- she's just telling. Oh, oh sorry, it's she's it, just literally just telling you. Right, right. engineers and not listen to my thing. I didn't kill anybody. Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's, long, he's, he's not dead. I, I don't think he, um, he had the the wherewithal to even know I was there. I, I was uh, a, a dream or something. But oh. I got his screwdriver. Either way, um, there is a keypad in front of me. Uh, I need to get into it, but. I, I don't know the the code. Is there any way we can find that out? Can you um can you get V to do a stealth hack? Of course, of course. Give me give me a second. Uh, she no, puts you on hold. Sounds to be okay. <laughs> Psychical. <laughs> there's, some, there's some music playing. Uh, she turns, she turns to me and goes, V Vida's stuck um behind a keypad. She needs some. Right, right. Yeah, she needs uh, some some, um, some of your hacking ability. Can we do that down Psychic Link? Well, I mean, no, no, you, could, you could you could do it and then just tell me the code. That's I, not how that works. Yeah, no. I was going to say like, I'd need to physically be there. Um, I mean, I can physically be there, but it's going to take me. Well, I'll have to put some duct tape on the spacesuit and all that. But I mean, if if they're really stuck, I can head down there and see what I can do. It'll take too long. Straight <laughs> uh, I mean, the alternative is that I just wait for this engineer guy and watch him put in the code. <laughs> Is he that thick? Could you not just, I mean, you know, without any actual murder, just threaten him a little bit to do it? Uh, I could, but I'm a, a small little otter, and he's what? What species was he, Ty? Human. He's uh, human. He could probably snap me in half if he wanted to. Darling, we've, not we 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 beat otters. Uh, we beat humans all the time. I know, but also you have a group. gigantic sword. Just you know, you're small. Little... You're still like four foot. Give him a little stab. We're in a group. I'd, yeah. I'd, do well, I have your permission to stab this man? Uh, just a, just a stab little, him a little, little bit, stab, yeah. yes. Yeah, a little stab. Just I mean, human, humans get better from that, right? I, I think they do. I, I I'm, don't sure, know. I'm sure I've seen a human get stabbed and, like, get better from it. Oh, yeah, I've seen humans know. get stabbed all the time. Humans get stabbed a lot. It's, 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 yeah, it's pretty stabbing. Be all right. Oh, yeah, it's no. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think I read somewhere you can just stab humans yeah. and it's fine. I think you have to stab them in, like, the middle bit, and that's all right. No, that's, that's bad. You have to stab them in the middle. <laughs> sure? It's definitely the left. I remember reading that. It's, it's either don't stab them in the middle bit or do stab them in the middle bit. I can't I'm, remember. I'm almost certain it's don't stab them. Well, give me a second, Ryder. Mm. I don't know. So we're going to just give him some, some, like, some small stabbing, and then give him to... It's probably slightly important in the middle bit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, stab them, but not in the middle bit. Like, 
I guess go lower. Uh, maybe maybe the, the important stuff is the higher up you go. Baphomet transmits an image of like a like a really shitly crudely drawn human and like <laughs> a sword stabbing it in the leg, going just here. Yeah. This is like this is like circles. It's like no, and yeah. then maybe, <laughs> and then question mark, and then the bottom of it, it's like, it's like probably okay. It's a okay. of me giving a thumbs up and going stab here. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a plan. Okay. Um, Ryder is going to fly back towards where she saw the um, the engineer and wait for him above the uh, the cargo hatch. Okay, uh, I'm guessing you're camouflaging again. Oh no no no! She she's going to go into the airtight silo that he's uh, heading to next and wait for him, like not in space, like in in the air, so he can oh, hear her. Oh right! Um, so you turn around and you walk quickly along the walkway to the next door. And you go to start the latch, and just before you get your paw on it, it starts rotating. Alright, so she'll hop up above it and, and go stealth again. Okay. Have a stealth roll, please. Sure. <laughs> 16 on the dice, no, plus don't, 19. Don't, yeah. don't, I don't need to know. Okay. Okay, so you see him come out. Don't ask me for stealth rolls, do No, it's not that, mate. You rolled a one. Um... <sighs> He's, he, and he comes out and you see him, he's tapping a button on the side of his thing, but he's like jamming at it like it's not working. <laughs> and he's walking and he's, he's not, he's sort of looking somewhere else, just slowly walking up the, up the thing with his mag boots going. <laughs> okay, so don't stab the head, maybe the legs. Okay, so would Ryder know that seeing what he's doing there, that maybe his comms aren't working? You'd think so. There's a very, okay. very cheap civilian bulbous spacesuit and the, the transmitter is usually on the air. Okay. In which case she's going to follow him. Stealthily, but follow him. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll again. You okay. roll the one. He's doing other stuff. Okay. Literally, it takes a matter of moments to get up behind him and he's reached the day of had. She's going to watch him put the, um, the code in. Alright. He taps in the code and the code is one, two, three, four. Brilliant. That's the same code as my luggage. I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in which case, Ryder is going to skitter underneath the um, the sort of machinery of the walkway and wait until he goes inside. Uh, he's, well, he's going in now. He's, the, the airlock's open and he's stepping. Oh, well, in which case, she'll step in with him. Okay. <laughs> and he steps in and the just, airlock closes. Just, just hiding behind him, sort of thing, given that he rolled yeah. a one. Yeah, just it's, it's that like cartoon thing, isn't it? Where he'll turn left and she steps right behind yep. him, right <laughs> just leaning around, snaking around. Yeah. Oh god, it's like that bit in the Super Mario movie with the Goombas in the lift. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, he gets in. The door snaps shut. You manage to get your tail in just in time, and then it pressurizes to the whole thing. Okay. And he raises his visor and he goes, "Oh fucking hell!" And then he he takes off the helmet. And the doors inside opens, and it opens into, you know, Aliens too, where they're in the, the facility. It's got those like weird hexagonal corridors. Mm. They're really badly lit. It's like one of them. Oh. And he steps in, and I'm guessing you stay behind him. Oh yeah. Yeah, he steps in. And he Following takes in his footsteps. <laughs> and there's a, basically a rack of more of these spacesuits, and he starts taking off his spacesuit. With the okay. Box on the okay. Ryder is going to um, scuttle away and hide somewhere. Alright, can you make a stealth roll? There is a minus five modifier because you are in your spacesuit. Yep, that's cool. 
And now you're in an audio environment, so you're clumsier. That's true. 19 on the dice, plus 19 stealth. And that was five. So, (laughs) completely unaware. And you just you hear him muttering to himself like this. We've got to change out fucking the, the eggs or something. That was how is this guy employed? <laughs> you, look, when you spend several years on a cargo hauler, you don't suddenly expect a magical space otter to roll into the thing, steal one of your screwdrivers. Also, you don't fight. hire like the like fucking Mensa scientists to work on on cargo haulers. To be fair, you hire people like RJ who know what they're doing and are competent. Well, I figure that people like RJ have people like this dude below them. He's like, go downstairs and check the things. Okay, mm. like he doesn't have to be smart. He's just going to do his job. Like, RJ, RJ's the foreman in this situation. This guy mm. is average. Average stats. It's just I keep rolling ones. Oh, well, then he's just mm. fucking dumb. So he's yeah. just having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. He's having a real bad day. He's just had well, a bad anyway, breakup and saying, he's not feeling himself. You, you can <laughs> hear him muttering something about maybe the food's like gone off or something and he's hallucinating. <laughs> or maybe he needs to check the oxygen scrubbers on his uh, suit. Yeah. And in fact, you, you see, he gets, if you keep an eye on him, he gets undressed fully, he puts the suit away properly, closes the hatch and it's on. Take uh, there's like a a paper you know like you see in pub pub toilets where it's like this was cleaned by on this date. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it's got one of those and you see him take a pen out and he basically writes his name on the thing, the date, and then the the maintenance needed. T- puts a big black X through the box. Rudd is going to have to stop herself from chuckling a little bit. <clears throat> All right. Well, you're on you're on the tug now, and it's loud and it vibrates a lot and it's not very pleasant. Hmm. Well, that's good. It'll cover any um, any noises I make if I make them yeah so where do you go you got a corridor in front of you okay well first things first she's going to wait for this engineer guy to um, walk off and then she's going to scuttle back to his toolbox and put the screwdriver she took back in it alright well you see him pick up the toolbox and, and take it with him oh shit so sorry <laughs> I was going to do a nice uh, deed there oh well Souvenir. yeah I know it's, it's also, <laughs> it, would have been a, it would have been a perfect cover but he's not just going to leave the toolbox in the middle of the floor no that makes sense yeah. okay Ryder's going to... I don't know if she should keep her space suit on or not. No, she'll um, she'll go down the... Uh, what is it? There's a corridor on the left and one right in front of me. you got you got a corridor in front of you. The engineer's walking up to a pair of double doors. Okay. That's all you can see. The double doors are closed. Okay, well, she'll stay in hiding and wait until he gets to the doors, goes through them, and then have a look what's on the other side of the doors. All right, he goes up to the doors, and the doors open automatically in the air. And he steps through <laughs> Beyond, you can see what looks like the galley from Alien. The galley? You know, where John, where John Hurt has the chestburster burst out of him. Oh, like the sort galley. of... The crew the, room, the, okay. Yeah, the, the, the lunch room. The rec room, know. okay. The rec room. Well, Ryder's going to head up that corridor, then. Okay, and you get the doors closed behind him. Do you mm-hmm. try and get through them before they close? Uh, yes, I will. Might as well. <laughs> All right. You slide through. I'm not going to make you make another stealth roll. You're... You're frankly inhuman when it comes to stealth rolls, and there's nothing these guys could roll unless it's an at twenty that it would even threaten that. Well, yeah, I'm an otter. Of course, I'm not human. No, also your stealth is like plus nineteen, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's roll a twenty. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> and then you, one guy sat there and he's eating what looks like noodles, and the other guy comes through and he puts the toolbox in a rack. And he turns around, and the guy with a mouthful says, "Did you fix the transom on number three? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fixed. Um, we'll do a, a, a check on it in a second again. <sighs> is this something up with the food? What? No, it's fine. Look, I'm eating. This is this. It tastes fine. Yeah, but I saw something. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it was like it was a spacesuit, and it was like it's probably about this high. <laughs> and <laughs> it came and it waved, and it came in, and then it fumbled around in my toolbox, and then it it fucked off. Are you feeling all right? <laughs> I, I don't. I just got his hand head in his hands at this point. He's like, I don't know. How long have we been? Madness. We've been here for. We've been on this one for two days. I'm four years into this tour. I don't need this happening right now. And the other guys were like, well, maybe it's brain parasites. Fuck no. you! Is it brain parasites? <laughs> brain <laughs> parasites. <laughs> we have brain parasites in space. Well, I don't know. Maybe they stuck in the grain. We don't handle the grain. We just ship it. All right. Did you check the scrubbers on your suit? Maybe you're hallucinating. Maybe it's carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. Anyway, this conversation is just going to go on unless you do something. <laughs> well, does that, does that count as them being distracted, by the way? Because then you oh, can yeah. go immediately to stealth. Yeah, well, definitely. If if they are distracted, I will go full stealth again. So uh, yeah, you've got the so you're in the galley. You've got the two guys who are having a deep, a very serious conversation about brain parasites. <laughs> and you've got uh, a door that's open on your right, which is basically leads to a, a double back set of stairs. So stairs that go up halfway, door one mm-hmm. A, and then keep going up. Okay. And then you've got in front of you, um, you've got maintenance written above the door, which looks like a big industrial type door. Okay. And then to the right, you've got an identical set of stairs that go up. Okay. Sorry, that, um, go, that go down. Ryder's going to sneak up the stairs. All right. She makes her way up to the stairs. Um, make a perception roll. Perception. 17 on the dice, plus 13. 30. All right, you get to the stairs, and there's someone coming down them. Ooh, don't go up the stairs. <laughs> Hide under the stairs. Can you roll a stealth check for me, please? Sure. Hmm. Did you just roll an unusually high stealth roll? Roll a 19, and this guy's not a complete loser. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, so 18 Fine. dice plus 19. Don't worry about it. He doesn't have yeah, plus 18 to that spot. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, so you you basically go predator stealth mode um, under the stairs, and he comes down. He's like, Ah, Mike, did you get that transom fixed on number three? He's like, Then you hear the guy that you've been following go, Yes, you, you, I just yeah, yeah, it's done. It, it's fixed. I've, I've patch welded it. It'll hold for the next, I don't know, two tours. Oh, all right. And then they they carry on having some banal conversation about ship stuff. Okay. The guy who passes you is a, bit, is a bit odd. If I say he looks Samoan, do you know what I mean? No. Okay, he's big, tanned, big muscles. Think, think okay. of The Rock. Yeah, yes, perfect, The Rock. Mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, think, think Dwayne he's, The Rock Johnson. He's literally Maui. Huh. Cool. So, you proceed up the stairs. Yes. Uh, to the bridge. Yes. Okay, right. this is bound to have um, a data point that I can put my USB in. Oh, there's fucking loads of them. You get up onto the bridge, and again, it looks like the Nostromo. Um, it's got all of the big seats and everything, and all the 1980s future tech CT- CRT monitors. Are there nice chairs in there? There are. Okay, Ryder's going to take a picture of the chair for, for Baff later. With what? Huh? A little, mm-hmm. a little spy camera. Yeah, we can watch it like a little... Neat! Sure. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> she, she snaps off a couple of, of, of clips. Um, is she still in her space suit? Uh, yes. Good, because that would be evidence if you left it lying around. Exactly. Um, so, you're on the bridge, and there's two people up there, and you can tell how alert they are, because one of them's literally got his feet up on the console, and the other one has a sketch pad out. Oh, it's fine. What's he drawing? Hmm. Is it boobies? He's drawing... Vest or 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if roll a d20, if it's above 10, it's porn. <laughs> no, he's drawing a picture of Tiamat. Ah, there you go. With his oh. headphones on. Ryder is so taking a picture of that. Not Baphomet, Tiamat. I know. Okay. Yeah. For later. Long back. Long back. Long back. Okay, enough distractions. Ryder's going to find uh, a non conspicuous data port, plug a USB in, and she'll download um, as much data as possible. You you don't have any local information about the area, but a ship like this that regularly plows these lines probably would. So, you get in. I need a computer's roll, please. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Go on. Okay, 18 on the dice, plus 11 for computers. Fuck's sake! Right. I've got very um, high rolls this time. These, yeah, these metal dice. I also rolled an 18, and I was like, oh, something might happen. No. Nope. No. Okay, so there's the usual, there's the keypad input, and you go, one, two, three, four, and it lets you in. Um, and basically in there is, you can easily, very easily, very quickly take a copy of the ship's nav systems, the ship's log, its manifesto, and all of the slightly under the table not official knowledge of the local area you discern from the nav input that you are in a system called El Ritchie El, El Ritchie El Ritchie L-R-I-C-H-I El Ritchie El Ritchie El Ritchie okay you're currently at the perimeter of the system um, literally just passing through its equivalent of the Kuiper belt well that's one of my questions asked now, I'm going to have a look for um, where Arkham Beta lives. Okay, uh, make another computer's roll. Sure. 14 on dice plus 11. This is taking some time. Sure. And things are happening, but you're, you're in a. You're basically in a quiet, darkened corner of the bridge with the USB plugged into the thing and the wires connected into your little wrist data pad. Mm hmm. Tapping away as best you can, furtively looking over your shoulder every once in a while. Sure. Um, you have to hide once when the big Samoan guy returns and plonks himself down in the captain's chair, which is the big... You can tell it's the captain's chair because it's the one on the highest sort of dais. Well, he must be the captain, or he has a very overinflated opinion of himself. Yeah, or, or he's officer of the watch. Steal you know, his hat. Steal his um, hat. No, I'm not stealing his hat. <laughs> you, you can't find anything like where Arkham Beta might actually be in the ship's nav, mm. because a freighter like this probably wouldn't go anywhere near where he is. But you start going through literally the captain's logs and there's this guy likes to talk okay and there's literally there's hours of speech to text records okay she's not going to waste time she's going to download all of the captain's uh, logs so she can go through them later at her leisure she's got to do this quick next okay. question uh, so that's that's on a data pad for examination later yeah right next question yeah. need to work out where the warhead is you keep looking through the logs, and there's no mention of a warhead. As far as you're concerned, it's probably not public knowledge. Right. Okay, high-security uh, planets in the system, then. Ah. In the system? Or in the nebula? In the nebula. Okay, make a another computer's roll, but take a minus seven on it. Ooh, okay. 17 plus <laughs> 11 minus 7. 21. 21. You are going through it, and you've managed to narrow it down to two high security systems that this ship has been advised not to end. Right. Uh, which are called Eunice and Thumia. Eunice and Thumia, high security mm-hmm. systems. Do not enter. And then, 
you're, you're, so you've got that, you're looking a bit further, and then error, 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 error. Unplugged and blue. error, and then you unplug it. And then the ship's lights flicker, and it drops into, uh, it's like a yellow alert, the, the yellow mm-hmm. warning lights come on. They've gone to death on amber. Right. Amber alert, that's it. Everyone starts all looking around. Like the guy with his feet up, like takes him off of the thing. The guy with the sketch pad quick, she drops it into the thing, and all of the bridge crew are like, "Oh, what's that?" And the captain's like, "We are we being scanned?" And everybody starts basically running to their stations. Shit! Ryder has unplugged at this point, right? And she's still hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still hidden. Uh, nobody's noticed you. Nobody else has run up onto the bridge. Okay. Um, and then you see one of them. Dis- he disables the audio warnings for the amber alert, but the lights are still on. When you say on, are they like flashing? Is there like a moment of darkness between each? No, flash? you know, like you see, you know, like you see red running lights in a submarine when it's low power or when it's doing stealth. Yes, it's like that, but it's amber. Okay. Mm. Well, if Ryder is still in stealth, she's going to um, make us make a try and sneak back downstairs. But she's going to roll perception first to make sure no one's coming up those stairs. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Roll your perception. It's time to get out of here. Thirteen plus thirteen. Uh, 26. Alright, uh, no one's looking at the back of the bridge, they're all looking at their consoles and the captains, like, giving orders. And it's a clear run to the doorway, and it doesn't look like there's anyone in the, the stairwell. Okay. Right, it's going to make a run downstairs, then. Alright. Sorry, I, I should always mention as well, this part of the ship has gravity. Okay. Um, yeah, so you leap, but you basically make a leap across the open space, through the doorway, no one hears a word. Mm. You're, in the, you're in the stairwell. Would we know um, that there's, there's alarms going on? Is like from some kind of sensor or something from the ship? Nope, because you are completely powered down. Oh, of course, yeah. Unless yeah. you can physically see it through the windows, your ship is passive. Okay, um, and there's, there are no data pads like in the galley, right? No, you come down into the galley and the two guys, Mike, you know, the one yep. you were fucking with, are basically, <laughs> the food's been abandoned. They're over um, heading for the maintenance doorway with the toolbox and a couple of other packs that look like they've come out from the tool rack. Oh, here's the thing. Are, is there any, like... I imagine this is a, a sort of poorly maintained civilian cargo ship. Are there any, like, panels on the wall with wires hanging out of them? No, it's it's not that badly maintained. If they were doing maintenance when you bumped into the first one, they're looking after the ship. Okay, well, I need something electrical that I can damage to make it look like the power's glitching and set the security off. Hmm. Well, you, Didn't you take your gun with you? Just shoot a panel. Well, no, because then that will make a sound of a gun firing. Yeah. Well, use a laser for so, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no, there's no broken wires. It's, it's a well-maintained, just well-used ship. Hmm. But to be honest, you got in and out of there without leaving any footprint, apart from you, you triggered something. Yeah. Well, I need to, I need to get out of here anyway. So I'm going to make my way back to the um, the airlock from whence I came in, as quietly okay. as possible. Uh, right, well, nobody's going to stop you because we're all dealing with stuff at the front of the ship. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do a, a massive time skip. After three hours, you make it back to the... <laughs> for, from leaving, you make it sure. back to the Leica. Okay. About 30 minutes before Ryder arrives, you feel the vessel change its course. Right, right. Um, so at that point, once we feel it um, shake, uh, Baff is going to reach out telepathically to Ryder and just be like, Ryder, where are you? We, I think we're on the move. 
Uh, don't worry, I'm almost back. I've got all the data we need. Just, just hang in there. Right. V, I need you to get on the ship. Like, as soon as the ride is on board, we are going to get off this whatever we're attached to. Alright. Uh, I mean, they still don't know we're here, so... But if they're moving somewhere, we don't want to, like, where are we going? We just want to get the information that Ryder's got to find out where this guy is. We don't want to go with them the whole way. Well, it depends how sneaky we can get away. If we can leave through their wake so they don't notice us, then... Do you want the info, Bath? Um, well, she, she can't get it telepathically. Well, no, I can I can tell you. Oh, well, you, <laughs> you, you're right, back on board. Like yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I'm, I'm right. back on there now, right? Yeah, yeah, you get back on, you shrug off that really, really claustrophobic spacesuit. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Three hours. Okay, um, Ryder's gonna hand V um, a screwdriver and say, here you go, souvenir. What? You are handed what? an inferior human screwdriver. <laughs> this is tiny and strange. Where did you get this? Why have you... What? I borrowed it. From who? Um, engineer fellow, very nice, bit slow. Um, I, I waved to him. I, ch I You pushed buttons, didn't you? No, I didn't. I waited for somebody else to push them for me. Oh, did you stab yes. him? Was it the legs? No, okay? I didn't stab anyone. No one is dead. No, we said we said the legs. Humans get stabbed in the leg all the time. I saw it on TV. I, I know. I, I got the telepathic diagram. And, and you're right, like, yeah, you just stabbed him in the leg, right? No, I didn't stab him anywhere. Because she holds up. She was using V's like, drawing to show, like, look, look V, <laughs> you v stabbed no. the leg. Look, <laughs> this was a, this was a stealth mission. And but you are right. Humans don't have tails. I haven't right, seen exactly. one with a tail. Told you. That's why you turn the leg. <laughs> I told How about you. you? <laughs> Spent an hour arguing with the humans. Have tails. I thought some had tails. I'm sure I read it somewhere. Some had. Anyway, uh, got the data. She's going to hold up um, the data pad that she uh, she plugged into the system. It's, it's, it's your wrist thing that you have. Wrist thing. Okay, so we're in the El Ritchie system. Uh, as far as where Arkham Beta lives, I couldn't find out offhand, but the captain likes to record voice logs. It'll probably be a clue on there later for us to examine at our pleasure when we're useful. out of the way. As for the warheads, don't know. But there are two systems. There's they're called Eunice and Thumia. They're high security, and this civilian ship has been advised not to enter them. Might be a good place to start looking. All right. Uh, do we know what kind of security they're running? Do we can sneak past it, or I, I don't know. Would you like me to spend another three hours and go back and ask them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've got enough screwdrivers now. Okay. Well, we'll cross that bridge. We get to it. Okay. I really need a bath and some sake. What happened on there? It was tense, all right? I almost got caught, yeah. but I didn't. Well, as long as you didn't get caught. But no, technically you did get caught, because you very brazenly waved at someone. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, I blocked my way out. <laughs> He's just taking, a, like, the small space otter at their word. And Beth's going to make her, make her bath. Thank you. It's also far too hot. <laughs> Boiling water. It's also not water. It's hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> no, she's not bath is, but like she's like put loads of bubbles and shit in there. But it's just way too hot. Her temperature is nowhere near and beyond for that. Oh, thank you, Bath. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where is the nice. bath? What you've made? What you've made? Oh, yeah, there is otter soup. Otter soup. <laughs> I guess we've we got like yeah, we got like I guess a bathtub, sure. Like got I imagine there's a communal washroom, isn't there? Everyone's yeah. got their own personal, like, oh, no. thing, but showers are like... There's there's a Vesk-sized sink, which is basically a bath. Yeah, that's the point. There'll be a sink in the kitchen. That does as a bath for Ryder. Yeah. Uh, not in the kitchen. Hey, you, radar is radar here. Not here. He, can't, he can't stop us doing this. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'll get your fur in the mashed potato. The countertop is covered oh. in like, in, like <laughs> handles and shit. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I, I hijacked the um, <laughs> the session a bit. No, the whole, po- cool. the whole point is like we, we, yeah, we enjoy like, what we do as a group, so mm. it's cool to listen yeah. to. Plus, it wasn't like we couldn't With talk. Minimal metagaming. Yeah. Okay, so we're in the El Ritchie system. Uh, Warhead is probably on Unisothermia. Archon Beta might be some description of him in the datapad. They're shipping grain, and the transom has been recently repaired on silo number three. That's all mm. I got. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. all it was. You got it all. Well done. More mm. nothing. Nice. Yeah, that I like the bit about the transom. <laughs> that was a highly successful um, <laughs> stealth mission. <laughs> yeah, that would be pleased with well. how that went. That was almost flawless. Almost. Yeah. It'd be boring if it was flawless. I mean, you exactly. could have anyone in the leg, so, you know. Well, no, that would have been a minus, stealth mission. Minus, minus point for, le- for lack so, of stabbing. Okay. So, nice. I guess once we've uh, relaxed and chilled, we should probably unhitch ourselves from this ship. Is it? Uh, so, we head for Eunice or Themia first, then? Well, first things first, um, we're going to have to do some sort of stealth engineering piloting role to see if we can detach without being spotted, right? Yeah. So if we can, if we can detach without using our thrusters at all, and they're accelerating, we can just drift away from. Them. Yeah. Well, they're probably no not going to be looking well. behind them. F- final rolls, then. Let's have a pilot roll. Okay. This is where I get a critical one. Fifteen plus fourteen. Twenty-six. Okay, uh, sorry, what did I say the system you were in was called again? I've lost it. Uh, the El Ritchie system. Yeah, the That's Lionel it. Ritchie system. Yeah, the, the Lionel, Lionel Ritchie system. system. Yeah, which I don't care what you say is what I'm definitely sure you looked like. You looked at like your music collection and went, yep, that'll do. Yeah, totally Lionel Ritchie in there, yeah. <laughs> isn't, it dance, um, right. isn't it Dancing on the Ceiling again? Didn't it yeah. come up last year? <laughs> uh, right, so you make your pilot roll. You undo the screws, you retract the landing gear, and the Leica gently drifts off and becomes a piece of the detritus that is the Kuiper Belt. Mm-hmm. You're on low power, so you're passive listening things back up. I'm not going to make you roll it. But the final thing you hear is that Elgar 9 Heavy Transport 2, El Ritchie Control. We're having some power fluctuations and computer issues on board here. Uh, we're going to need a tug. And then you hear in the background, it's a little bit deep and a little bit ominous. And it says, El Ritchie System to Elgar 9 Heavy Transport. Be advised, you will be boarded and inspected before you are repaired. All hail the Arkan. Oh my god, they always want to be hailed. Yeah. No that's hailing it. for you. And that's the end of the roleplay for today. Alright. Nice. nice. Thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out at Cosmopunk.net and follow us on Twitter at Cosmopunks with Ness. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes or tell your friends. We're still new to this and your support really helps. Enjoy an outro theme Vectrex by Reformat. Check out their album The Singularity at reformat.bandcamp.com. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll be back with more Cosmopunk in two weeks.